0: This is Masters in Travel, a rendezvous with the intersection of travel and business to accelerate your success. I'm your host, Whitney Schindelar, owner of Undiscovered Sunsets. Each week we have one goal in mind: to provide advice, insights, and resources to help you maximize your potential. Get ready to become a Master in Travel. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Masters in Travel. I'm your host, Whitney. Travel advisors are known to be extremely discerning travelers. No matter your specialty, your preferred destination, or the types of trips you like to book, we know how to pick a top hotel and a solid tour company or a unique experience out from the pack. We can articulate with ease what separates one experience from another. We are well-versed in cautioning clients about small details that may make a big difference in their travels. When a client asks, well, what do you think? We are ready with the pros and cons of different options and we are prepared to talk to our client about how it's more important to consider the value of a certain offering rather than the price tag. And what that really means is that we're often talking about the experience they're going to have and focusing a little bit less on how much it's going to cost. This is after all our job, right? But what if we remove the vacation itself from our interactions with clients? What if we consider the experience that we as travel advisors provide for our clients before they reach out to us? During those initial conversations, during the planning process, and after their trip. For our listeners, consider for a moment how might your client describe the experience of working with you? What adjectives might they use? What improvements might they suggest about the process of working with you as a travel advisor? When referring their close friends and family to you, what do they rave about? When talking about the experience that you provided for them here with me today is experience strategist caroline Maylie. caroline has worked with brands from Cirque du Soleil to lululemon and she ran the entertainment department on a variety of cruise ships sailing in both the Mediterranean and the Caribbean to help their teams improve the experience they provide for their employees but also for their guests. Caroline, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. That was a great intro. It
1: made me super fired up now. I have so many ideas. (laughs) Oh, amazing. I'm
0: happy to hear that. So let's talk a little bit, just to give you a little peek behind the curtain In the world of travel advisors. It is really easy for us to look within the experiences that we are booking for clients because we do this on a daily basis and we're on the outside looking in. So it's really easy for us to take a privately guided tour of an off the beaten path museum, (laughs) just make up something random. And it's very easy for us to say that was amazing because of X, Y, and Z. They can improve in these three ways. This is suitable to recommend to these clients, but not to these clients. Travel advisors can do this all day long. And really look at an experience and really kind of hone in on the details that matter. What I feel like... (laughs) is a little bit more difficult for us is to look within. And it's, it's hard because it's our business. And so we have more emotion tied to it, right? It's we're in it. So it's really hard to like take a step out and look into our business. So it's really hard for us to consider, do we provide a flawless experience for our clients? Do we simply do what's expected of us and and nothing more? Or do we go above and beyond and do we exceed expectations every step of the way? So talk to me a little bit about what it really means to be an experienced strategist and How you help businesses kind of step out of their own experience that they're creating to kind of look from the outside in.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll start with an example from Cirque du Soleil. As as you were describing your reality as a as an advisor, I I thought of this example from Cirque du Soleil. So for those listening, I worked for Cirque du Soleil for ten years. I was on tour. That means traveling to a new city or country every six to eight weeks. I did a variety of front of house roles, but I really specialize in the VIP experiences. So If you are a guest going to a Cirque du Soleil show, you are going for the show, right? You're not going for the t-shirt you're going to buy at the end or the popcorn that you're going to get before you're going for the show you know what you're going for and the show is the main event it's like the trip that you're planning as an advisor Mm -hmm. but there are so many other elements to that experience that is going to impact the guests positively or negatively obviously we hope positively but the show is almost guaranteed to be incredible with a brand like Cirque du Soleil but let's just say that I book my tickets with somebody on At a call center, most of the time we're doing it online now, obviously, but let's say someone on the call center. The tickets got messed up. They booked the wrong dates. I don't know. We finally receive our tickets. So that process is a little bit exhaustive. Then when we arrive at the site, you know, the parking was like a little bit difficult to find. And then you go through security and they were rude. They made me take everything out of my bag. And I just had, it was just a hot mess of a situation. You know, I I get to buy a popcorn. I have to wait for like, they've run out of popcorn. So all of these elements, if you Mm -hmm. can think of every single step before you get to the show. So now when I Reflect on my experience. I'm going to say the show was absolutely incredible, of course. But oh my gosh, what a hot mess the rest of it was. With right? the big
0: fat butt, right? But like, oh my gosh, what a hassle. Exactly.
1: And look, I'm that's a that's an extreme example. It's so okay. I am confident that none of really none of my experiences went like that. At least, fingers crossed. I hope none of my guests had that kind of experience. So when you think of Advisor and you think of the trip. Yes, you're going to book, you're going to plan an incredible trip. That is your job. That is your expertise as a travel advisor. But what about the entire process from the minute this client of yours happens upon your website or your Instagram, or they, they hear a recommendation that, that somebody's saying you need to go and work with, you know, you need to hire these to, to plan your trip. That is where it starts. And then every single little touch point before the trip, that's the to me, that's the most important part. And so as an experienced strategist, this is what I focus on. I trust that the main event the apex the, the the pinnacle of the experience you're going to have it covered no matter if you sell pens i don't know if you booked if you if you yeah. advise on travel if you run a, a live event no matter what what your experience is you should be able to plan an experience and have it to be a great,
0: Let's great for a minute experience. assume that the vacation is going to be epic yes exactly and just take it out of the equation like we're not even going to talk about the exactly. vacation today and focus on What's all the before, during, and after that vacation? Because the ideal situation by the end of this conversation is for all of us to realize that we want our clients to come home and their friends and family to say, hey, how was your trip to Greece? And they say, Whitney blew it out of the water with my trip to Greece. Like almost having the advisor be part of the response. It should
1: be. It absolutely Because be. in
0: their mind, they can't separate the advisor experience and the vacation itself because we were so, such a big part of making it. Successful.
1: Exactly. And so that is what I do when I'm working with my clients. I really focus a lot on their interaction with their clients or their guests or their audience, no matter who are the people that they serve and how they can bring a lot more intentional moments into the experience that really, like you mentioned, are Not even, not even, we're not even considering the the main thing that they offer. It's all of those aspects that that happen around. And so I focus very much on the guest experience and really the journey that they go through when they interact with you and your brands. But the other element that comes into it is employee experience. And, you know, you may have a team of one, you may, maybe you have a virtual assistant helping you or some part time person. Maybe you have a team of 10, 10 other advisors that are working with you. For me, they, the employee experience and the guest experience need to seamlessly intertwine because you'll never have a great experience if one of those is lacking. So depending on the client that I'm working with, sometimes it's very much focused on the journey of the guest. Sometimes it's very much focused on the employee experience, the journey of the employee, and oftentimes there, we we look at them equally, just depending on the you know the breakdown of, of the business that I'm working with.
0: So for anyone who's a little bit skeptical or still just kind of having a hard time imagining what this looks like for advisors, why do you believe that it's so important that we create an experience at all of our own? Why isn't the vacation
1: enough? Yeah, I mean, great question, right? the experience itself, you touched on it before, you want to be part of the story, the advisor should be part of the story. So in 20 years time, when they're telling it to their kids, they are able to include you in, in that moment. And oftentimes in an experience, we remember two main parts of the experience the defining moment, which could either be positive or negative. So that one moment that just grabbed you and just like took a hold of you, and the end, right? The defining moment and the end. So when you are looking at your services as a travel advisor, How can you be written into that story so that you are the defining moment, not necessarily the trip? Of course, that's a huge ask. It's just like me when I was working in the VIP at Cirque du Soleil, my goal was how can I make this experience in the VIP suites, in the VIP lounge, just as epic as the show? And that is almost unrealistic. If you think about it, like, you know, when you, when you think of the caliber of that show, just like as an advisor, you would think of the caliber of, of the trip, but that is the goal. So how can we be constantly telling ourselves and reminding ourselves, okay, we need to be up at that level. We need to really have our services match the trip, anything less, and then it's going to be unforgettable.
0: Okay. So I'm in, I'm sold, but now tell me how to do it because I think I kind of alluded at the beginning that advisors are really good at seeing the details that matter. Like I would be really good at going to a Cirque du Soleil show and going in the VIP room and seeing like what exactly is going well and what's not. (laughs) That, that used to be a part of my previous, job was putting on VIP events. So, but then when you so I get it. Like I get the the idea here, but then when I think about my own business, I'm like, "Well, then I'm just like stuck. I like reach this like brick wall." So, not only are we planning vacations for our clients, but we're often helping fulfill like bucket list dreams. Like these trips are, sometimes they're just a vacation where we want to go sip margaritas on the beach. Other times we're like planning epic adventures to Antarctica and to hike Machu Picchu. Like we're doing these incredible things. So how can we first as advisors, how can we first identify the must haves, like the absolute essentials of the experience that we provide so that we can then start looking at how we can be creative to go above and beyond. So
1: the first thing that I do with my clients always is ask them, how do you want your guests to feel? And in your uh, case, in a travel advisor case, it is your clients. How do you want them to feel? Not on the trip, but in the interaction with you, right? From the very first moment to the very, very end. Which the end, if you've done a great job, it should actually continue on, right? You should be able to form a, a great bonds with the, these people and a relationship with them. So that is always the first question. What are the words that you want to be as your inspiration? And I'll give you an example for me. When I think of when I want to work with my clients, I want them to feel inspired that they can create an incredible experience for someone that is going to transform their lives. So I want them to feel inspired. I want them to feel creative. I want them to feel like every time we have a conversation, we've stepped outside of the box and 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 they've got some new insights or they've they've become excited. And so that inspiration and that creativity is really I have those two sentences actually up next to my desk and every time I'm working with a client I'm constantly looking at that and I and I'm asking myself, okay, am I making them inspired? Am I making them feel creative on a daily basis. And I think as we're 2021, you know, travel is obviously a whole new ball game now. And how can we, if we, if our clients want to go on a trip for, for example, how do we want them to feel in their interaction with us? And do we actually know their motivation? Do we know what is inspiring them? Because like you mentioned, you're planning all sorts of things for these guests, but it's not just about the trip. You'll get your clients may have been saving for five years for this moment, you know, 10 years. Maybe this is the first time they've taken their probably first and last they've taken their family on a vacation because they'll never be able to afford it again. Maybe it's a some kind of milestone, you know, milestone date that they want to celebrate. And so These are all questions that we should know in and out. So, I mean, even you, like, let's do an exercise. How do you want your clients to feel when they work with you? Like what words spring to mind? Hey Masters in Travel, since starting your travel business,
0: how many times have you said to another advisor, if only I had known about this sooner? There are so many resources available to travel advisors, from podcasts and news publications, to tools and systems, to services and professionals that specialize and cater to the travel industry. But finding them and knowing about them is often left to a random, unexpected conversation with another advisor. The Masters in Travel Resource Library is a free resource for travel advisors by travel travel advisors that includes a compilation of all the resources that are available so that you can learn about research and implement these resources when the timing is right in your business and when it can benefit you most In the resource library for travel advisors you'll find three main subsections learn execute and delegate In the learn subsection you'll find articles podcasts webinars and courses Once you've learned about a specific topic and you have a plan to move forward there are most likely tools and systems that will enable you to execute as efficiently and effectively as possible. In the execute subsection, you'll find tools, systems, and templates. As your business grows, a desire and a need to delegate and to offload some of the daily and weekly tasks will emerge. In the delegate subsection, you'll find service providers who can do just that. Take some of those time-consuming tasks off your hands and apply their expertise to this area of your business. Most of them cater specifically to the travel advisor community, so it's a win-win for everyone. And the best part? Advisors are submitting new resources to add to the library every week. If you're listening and if you've contributed resources already, thank you for your collaborative spirit and for your generosity in growing this resource for the travel advisor community. To learn more and to sign up for the resource library for travel advisors, go to community.mastersandtravel.co. That's community.mastersandtravel.co. Okay. Back to the conversation. Um, Okay. So there's a few kind of overarching themes that come to me. Tell me if you think that I'm on the right track. The first thing I want is for clients to feel that everything they see from me is for them, right? right? Like it's not just any hotel in Greece or just any cruise sailing in the Mediterranean. It's this option was chosen for me. And I can see that because- right? So they really feel seen and heard. The second component to my service that I really want clients to feel is taken care of. I want them to never worry or never feel stressed, I want them to think in the back of their mind, like Whitney's got this. If I need to know it, Whitney will tell me. If I need to be doing something, Whitney will tell me. If I need to pack something special, if I need to get some paperwork done, if I need to make a payment, you know, like whatever it is, Whitney will tell me so that they're not constant. I don't want the trip to be like another ongoing to-do list Mm -hmm. in the back of their mind. That's why they hire me is to do those things. So it's the, I want the personalization to come. I just want it to ooze through every interaction. And then I also want like that very practical of she's got this. Yeah,
1: I love that. You should write that. You should write those and stick them up next to your (laughs) computer. Another element to that though is, A third one could even be, how do they want to be impacted by their trip? Like you said, everyone has different motivations, but if you have a very, very, very deep understanding of the impact that they want to have on that trip, is it less stress? You know, is it a transformation? Are you sending them on some kind of a retreat or some kind of holistic, you know, uh, adventure, whatever that is, what is the impact that you want to create and that they expect from this experience? Because, I think oftentimes you will lose sight of that as well when you get into the nitty-gritty right of okay let me let me look at yes. the my contact list for hotels let me look at my contact list for t- tours that kind of thing so again like yes. what if if they and and this is all comes down to asking the right questions right this is the conversations that you have at the very, very beginning. It could be in survey form. It could be in a video call, like a Zoom call. It could, there's so many ways that you can gather that information. But do you have that information at your disposal? And do you deeply understand the impact that they want to have once they have returned from that trip? Because again, you will be part of that story. This insight can also give you a lot of tools in the experience that you offer. So for example, if someone, If transformation is the main part of the experience, the, the expectation... There's so many things that you could do before the trip, little things that you could send them. Maybe you could send them a little package in the mail, something super low key, even a card, you know? Something there's so many ideas and this is where the creativity comes into it that you could add to your services without mentioning it obviously to surprise and delight them, but that is going to get them one step closer to their goal of being transformed in in whatever way that they're, that they're after. So it really yeah, it okay. adds it's the, it's not only the trip that you're going to gather this information for, but it's also for what you provide them as a service.
0: I love how you mentioned that not only should we do we need to ask these questions because I have a lot of these questions on my current form or in my discovery call that I go through, but I often found myself with like this big gap of like okay, I asked this question and I got this answer, but now like what do I do with that right. information? What does that actually tell me? And then what am I going to execute on that information? And so you brought it all together really well of like, if we are asking questions and we discover that this trip is a once in a lifetime family trip that grandparents are potentially taking their children and grandchildren on, this is not an every year thing. This is not even an every five year thing. This is a one time mm-hmm. Trip where they want to create memories and they want this to just be like the most epic family time, family adventure, and they will have stories to tell for the rest of their life. Okay, now I've learned this about the motivation behind that client's trip. Now I understand what the inspiration is for them reaching out to me and what is going on in the back of their mind when we we're planning this trip together. Now, how are we going to execute on that? Let's think of some examples of okay. We know this about the client. We know this about this trip. How do we get creative to come up with
1: ideas of what we can actually execute? Yeah. Now that we have this information, I mean, this is the fun, like brainstorming part of part of the the session, right? And oh, so many things come to mind. I mean, even if you think now that you deeply understand your clients you know them you know their family you know the dynamic you know why they're going on the trip and what they they hope to achieve out of this trip taking advantage of that peak moment of excitement right let's say depending on how far in advance you book the trip let's say it's that two-week period ahead of time you know that two weeks to go oh my gosh everyone's getting super excited so let's capitalize emotionally on that on that moment of a heightened level of excitement could we maybe send them a disposable camera as a little fun thing and again you know i'm always trying to come up with ways that don't cost money because we don't have this endless budget to be doing these kind of crazy things right this is about getting creative and about getting thoughtful Being very intentional. Could we send them a disposable camera in the mail with this really cool kind of letter saying, I know this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Here is a fun, like nineties way that you could capture these moments and have physical photos at the end. You know, maybe the family has two kids, you know, maybe the, let's say the kids are 10 and, and 12 years old. Could you send them two little notebooks in the mail as a travel journal? So the kids could write a travel journal and maybe a USB stick that has you saying, hey, this is this is how I create my travel journals or here's like three ways that you and again, you're speaking to the kids here. So you have to, you know, change your language a little bit. But this is three ways why writing a travel journal is the best idea ever. And then you do something super quirky or you send them a YouTube video or something like that, you know?
0: I love the disposable camera. And if there were kids, you know, eight, 10, 12 kind of age, I would send a camera per kid and say, you have 30 photos. You have 30 photos for the entire trip. Make them count you know, and then you come home and develop yes. them and you have no idea what's going to be on. It's so much right? fun to get disposable cameras to build, right? because you have no idea yeah, what you're exactly.
1: going to get. And so I think there's so many really cost-effective ways that you can add magical moments for your clients. And, you know, one example, and this is more from a hotel point of view, but here in Montenegro, I stayed at this very fancy five-star hotel for a couple of nights when I first arrived. And the whole entire experience was amazing. But my defining moment that the moment that I remember to this day and continue to recall in interviews, conversations is when I got in the back of the car that picked me up from the airport. There was a little wooden tray that had a little like warm kind of toilet thing, and then a fresh flower, a little box of like they'd made from the kitchen, some little little treats, and then a note that said, "Welcome to Montenegro, Caroline." That probably cost a couple of euro, a couple of dollars. But that is the moment that I talk about. That's all I talk about. When I talk about that trip, even though everything was incredible, even though the the suite was incredible, the food was incredible, the views were incredible, that little tray (laughs) is what I talk about. So again, for you with your clients, pick you and and you could pick either the heightened, you know, we just spoke about the heightened state of excitability, let's say, for example, but you may choose to go down another path, maybe if their trip is all about releasing stress, if they're if that's really the motivation behind their trip, maybe have a think about what is the most stressful part of The lead up, you know, and again, it's probably that it's probably those couple of days before, you know, maybe you're dealing with somebody who's never traveled before or they've never gone on an airplane, you know. So, again, how can you create a couple of little magical moments leading up to that trip that is directly catering to their needs at an emotional level without you really like saying, Hey, I know you're super stressed. Here's a whatever, you know, before the trip is actually Mm -hmm. just surprising Mm -hmm. and delighting them with something. And then the result of that inevitably will be a deep breath, like, oh, wow, okay, you know, Whitney, wow, she, I just feel already a little bit less stressed just because of this amazing thing she mm-hmm. just sent me. So, so it's about like, how, pick that moment that you really want to capitalize on and then go for it just go nuts go crazy you know i don't i don't think you can go over the top here and i'm not talking about financially we're talking about from a creative point of view a, a thoughtful point of view and a really intentional point of view
0: putting ourselves in the shoes of our clients leading up to the trip so whether they've just booked it leading up just getting home and thinking are they feeling stressed right now are they feeling excited how can i bring in another little touch something special i really love that and i love that it, it's probably going to be different yeah. for every client it's probably going to be different for every experience and different for every trip. Because that's another thing. We have quite a few clients who are well-traveled. And so I love that your defining moment was having the little treats yeah. in the car. That would be a defining moment for a lot of people. There are definitely a few people that are coming to mind that would be like, yeah, I've
1: exactly. The the <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: You know, so there's also a lot of creativity that comes into play with us, not only thinking of good ideas, but then also always thinking of new Mm -hmm. ideas to go above and beyond and to keep surprising and to keep delighting. Because our ultimate goal is to have clients coming back to us year after year for every single trip. And so that's often a conversation between advisors of like, okay, I've done all the cool things. I've sent all the gifts. I've sent all the notes. I've surprised them in the hotel. I've surprised them at home. I've done all the things. How do we keep doing this? How do we keep making sure that it doesn't become an expectation and that we keep surprising and delighting? And so just a few of the ideas that you gave are there may be advisors out there doing those things, but I haven't heard of them. And so- there's always something creative to come up with, right? Our creativity never runs dry. There's always something really interesting that we can. Exactly.
1: Do. And I think you're going to find that you will be able to repeat a lot of those things in different ways. You know, I know for me with a lot of my clients, there's a couple of little bits and pieces that I do some interviews that I do once they've agreed to be interviewed by me, I send them a video message with me saying, thank you so much for agreeing. I'm so excited about this. Let me tell you a little bit about the show, blah, blah, blah. And so if you track this information and you track all your ideas you will be able to replicate them in a way that's not exhaustive that's not oh my gosh they've seen it already before but you know even after the trip we always talk a lot about before and then during but after imagine if you had just sent someone to let's say somewhere quite tropical right they've been in a resort and then when they get home waiting in their inbox is a video that you like a really stupid funny video that you've done sitting in your house you know, with a palm tree background that you've just kind of like chucked on on your zoom like lens and you're sitting there holding a cocktail you know with a little umbrella in it that you've bought at the dollar store and then you say welcome back you know I've also been on vague. I don't know just I'm just like coming up with the most stupid things but again <laughs> now you are still relevant and you're still top of mind even though they've come back and gone oh my gosh that was incredible and then the first thing they see in their inbox is you <laughs> on a video making sure that they've come back and had amazing time and not just in a way that's like an email like oh hey hope it was great like you know it's something super creative so creativity is going to be key here. Absolutely.
0: I really love that because that is what all of us are doing is we're welcoming people home. We are asking how everything went, asking for feedback, asking for a mm-hmm. review, maybe asking yeah. for referrals. And suddenly it's like, ask, 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 ask. And the client is like, geez, I just got home. Like I have a load of laundry, <laughs> my inbox is yeah. overflowing, like <laughs> go away. Right? And I know that because that's how I am when I get home that's from a right. vacation. It's like, oh my yeah. God, don't bother me. So I, I love the idea of just really looking, at every single stage of the client that they go through with us. And not just thinking about what we as advisors need from them, right? Like we need the reviews, we need the feedback, we need the referral. No, 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 no. What does the client need when they get home from the trip? I love that.
1: If their experience with you has been remarkable, and again, we're not talking about the trip, but their experience with you, generally, they are going to be able to provide you that information. Look, it may take you three to four emails and prods and stuff, but if you've actually done the work and you've created that incredible experience as an advisor to them, then you know, you should be able to easily get that information. But again, that that's really comes down to you adding to your service things that they never thought that they were gonna expect when they, you know, sent you the money to start with or when they first got on the phone with you. So that's where that creativity element comes in.
0: You mentioned a previously defining moments and I, I wanna dive a little bit deeper into this because something that I've realized and I kind of alluded to a minute ago when you said that your defining moment was that note and the cookie and the in the little setup in the car when they picked you up at the airport. For some people, that's gonna blow them out of the water and really set off a trip, you know, on the right foot. And for other people, it's going to be nice, but it's not going to be memorable because they've seen it before. Yeah. So you talk about defining moments being different for everyone, and we really can't predict which moment from the throughout the process from start to finish we can't predict which moment they're going to leave talking about so tell me a little bit more about what defining moments are and how we can really make sure that we are sprinkling in defining moments everywhere from start to finish to make sure that we connect with everyone at some point along yeah the way.
1: like I mentioned it before when I said that when we recall an experience we we think of those two main things the defining moment and the end right so the defining moment really is the the moment and it could be like two seconds it could be a week depending on what the experience is the moment that had such an impact on you that you felt it emotionally that you you felt it in every single bone in your body that you immediately jumped on the phone with somebody or or it went on your instagram stories straight away a moment that touched you so deeply that that is actually going to stay with you and oftentimes we focus on the one thing we focus on the one thing and I'm going to use Cirque du Soleil again as an example in a show there's always that one crazy act all the acts are crazy but there's usually that one that one act that is just like death defying that that a lot of people will actually go to the show for this one particular act can you imagine if Cirque du Soleil only focused on that one act and then really the rest of the show was like all right but you know it wasn't that great there will be a large amount of people that will say oh my gosh that was incredible because of that one main act it's My breath away. I've never seen anything like it. I thought I was going to have a heart attack because it was so exciting. But there's going to be a lot of other people, and you touched on this before that that will say, "Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's it's amazing, but I've seen it." And I, you know, I was really looking Mm -hmm. for some other like cool things that I hadn't seen before, and I didn't really get it. So when we talk about the defining moment, I think oftentimes that we make the assumption that we know what that's going to be. But we don't know what that's going to be, because everybody is different. And we've, we've touched on it already before, everybody is going into this trip with a completely different motivation, different reality. And so Our job as experienced providers is really how can we create as many opportunities as possible for a defining moment to occur. So we're not talking about let's make sure all the bells and whistles are everywhere and boom, boom, high energy all the time. It's like how can we actually bring and again, I, I will say it again, intentionality, thoughtfulness making things highly personal so that wherever that defining moments happens it's ha- it happens because of something that you have actually added to it, the experience so the, the goal is not to create a high quantity of defining moments because you will have one that the, i mean that's really the idea when you look at it from a psychology point of view you will have one defining moment and then other ones that maybe will, will hit close but our job is how to create as many opportunities as possible for that to happen so that you are actually ticking the box for a large range of people, you know, maybe you there's adults, maybe there's kids, you know, on the cruise ship. We created uh when we when we put on the shows in the evening you know we had a a large array of of different audience members you know from quite old people to super super young people and again it's how can we kind of cater to them and create little cool moments so that when they recall their entire experience that show or that moment is going to be the defining moment that's really our goal
0: so when you're working with a business and specifically with a service-based business like ours where The experience that we provide is is not Mm -hmm. as tangible as an actual Show like Cirque du Soleil or a cruise in the Caribbean. And we're looking for all of these opportunities to create defining moments. How do you execute this with a service-based business? Like, what are we looking for? If I sit down and I map out the entire experience from start to finish, how am I finding the areas in which I should consider, like what I could maybe step up a little bit? Or how am I finding the areas that I can focus on and think of like, how can I be a little bit more creative here? How can I think a little bit more outside the box? Can you kind of walk me through this exercise of, of what we can do as a service-based business to approach this thought.
1: Yeah. And I think you already started off well in saying that you need to map out the journey. And again, we're not talking about the trip. We're talking about the journey that your client is going to have with you, you know? And again, that co- really comes from the first moment that they hear about you or they go on your website or they they, you know, search a hashtag and they come across you on Instagram. So until you have a very deep understanding of what that journey is, how on earth are you going to start implementing and executing on your creative ideas, on creating defining moments, that kind of thing? It's very important that you do actually understand the journey. And you can get very specific with this as an advisor, right? Maybe you have an kind of onboarding call, you know, maybe there's a couple of steps after that. Maybe then, you know, they get some kind of questionnaire, they get some survey, maybe there's a follow-up call, maybe then there's the payment cycle where then now you're organizing or the invoicing. And then what you may find is there's actually a big gap in there somewhere. So even though, yeah, you're kind of going back and forth with them and sending them, you know, hotel ideas or or sending them different ideas, maybe there's a bit of a lull in their journey with you where you could actually identify like oh this is a cool moment okay this is a moment where you know we've done the invoicing uh you know we're we're just kind of we're ironing out the details of the trip you know the flights are now booked and now they've got a couple of weeks to go this is a perfect moment to execute on all these crazy ideas because again you want to keep top of mind and you want them to feel everyone wants to feel that somebody cares about them right and this is often not thought about so much in business. But this is the perfect opportunity to make them feel that you care deeply about them and not because of the invoice that they've just paid, you know. You actually (laughs) care about what we spoke about earlier, the impact that, that they want this trip to have. And you are a big part of that. You are the storyteller of that. You are helping them get there. So the first thing is mapping out the journey with you. This may be different for every advisor. There's no no real Um, answer for this. It's your experience that you want to have with your client. And then you could even do on a timeline point of view, if you feel that your cycles with your clients are actually very similar, you could actually do it kind of from a timeline point of view. It may not be relevant for everyone, but that could be an example of something that you do. And then really highlighting those areas areas where, huh, okay, the service side of things is kind of dropping off a little bit, just because we're, you know, we're super on top of things. And then now this is where we bring the magic. (laughs) This is, this is our moment to really shine and to really go above and beyond. And then of course, on top of that, then the journey, making sure that you are including the journey after the trip as well, not just leading up. So that, that really entire cycle that goes back to the next trip they book. So yeah, that, that's definitely where I would start for sure. Hey everyone, we'll get back to the show in just a minute. We have a question for you. Corrine here of Travel Biz
0: Boss. On a scale from one to I'm a total systems nerd, how optimized is your business right now? As you might've already guessed, Corrine and I are both on the extreme end of the total (laughs) systems nerd spectrum. Although we are two travel advisors who are running very different businesses, no matter how different our day-to-day might look, there is one free tool that is the foundation of both of our businesses, Trello. Just for you, we collaborated in Trello, of course
1: to create Trello for your travel biz. We both recognized a need in our businesses to organize everything from new leads coming in to all the notes we jotted down during client calls, webinars, and
0: trade shows. We needed a one-stop shop to brain dump, to set goals, to create a marketing plan, to collaborate, and to manage projects. This is all possible in Trello, and we've created a course to show you how this one free tool will enable you to do all of these things and so much more. To learn more and for immediate access to the sessions, head to trelloforyourtravelbiz.com. In these sessions, we take you step-by-step through all of the ways in which we utilize Trello in our businesses, and of course, we've included a set of templates to give you an epic head start. During each session, we guide you to set up the foundation for your travel business. Head over to trelloforyourtravelbiz.com to learn more and to optimize your travel business. Okay, back to the show. I think you've really highlighted the two points that advisors have the most potential because not only the client, it's, it's more than two weeks. It's often months from the time that we like pay that invoice right. uh, or put down a deposit. And, and this is mostly for advisors who are like planning big international trips. Of course, it might be two weeks if it's a domestic trip or like a quick beach sort of getaway. But when we're planning these big bucket list type of adventures, it's often months in advance. And so there is this big lull. And I think I'll speak for myself. I don't know if all advisors are like this, but it's a lot like, I haven't forgotten about you, but I don't want to like seem like a bother by showing up in your inbox. So how can I show up in a way that's like, oh, that was thoughtful. Like they're thinking about me. They care. They haven't forgotten that I have a trip coming up, you know? And then also I'm always kind of stuttering and not really sure how to handle that come home period of I want to check in. I want to talk to you. I personally hate getting on the phone. Like I'm not going to set a phone call with someone to to tell you about my trip like that. That drives me crazy personally. So as an advisor, I'm not going to ask for that. So it's it's like, again, how can I show up and be thoughtful and say, Hey, I care about you. I'm thinking of you. This might be an interesting thing you do in the future, but not sound salesy, not be asking for a bunch of things, just surprise and delight
1: exactly exactly and it's not even you know we don't even have to show up in their inbox like I don't know about you, but there is, there is a whole, the magic is definitely not been lost in terms of receiving something in the mail. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm going to go back to the idea that I had about sending like a little USB that's going to be like at their doorstep when they arrive home. And it's like this really quirky kind of like stupid video of you, but maybe in the video you say, listen, while you've been gone, oh my gosh, I was thinking about your trip. I was thinking about, and then you could name some specifics about what, uh, what was happening on the trip. I can't wait till you get back because I really, really want to know like, what was your favorite moment? What was your, what was Johnny, you know, he's 10 years old. What was, what was the moment that just made him like die with laughter or, you know, so asking a couple of questions in a way that's not, it's not like a feedback survey. Right. And not in a way, in a way that's really fun. And that's seems and again it has to be very authentic and intentional about that you are genuinely interested in how the trip went just because as a human you're generally interested not because you want to repeat business because again mm-hmm. if you do something quirky like that or, or you're able to kind of achieve something that's not just like a hey still thinking of you like email in your inbox I mentioned it before but you will naturally start that conversation to receive the feedback that you actually need to receive as an advisor in terms of the services that you provide
0: I think it's a, a fantastic example of asking, you know, like what was Johnny's favorite part on this trip? Like what yeah. made him, when, when was, when did you see the most excitement come out of yeah. him during this trip? Like questions like this are more like, Hey, we love your, it's so much better than like, Hey, we love your feedback. Like, yeah, did yeah. Everything go well? <laughs> like, would you recommend this hotel? You know, and I'm saying all of these things to myself because you can find those boring questions in my emails. And so that's (laughs) why I'm so interested in this conversation because I'm so good at seeing where travel providers can improve in their businesses, but then turning it around and looking at my own, I'm like, oh gosh, I'm saying all of these things in emails. (laughs) Like I need to improve that's it. And
1: even you could even do it like predictions, like, okay, I have three I have three predictions from your trip. The first prediction is that your favorite cocktail at the bar that I sent you to at the hotel was this one. Am I right? Like, tell me yes or no, am I right? Okay, my second prediction was Johnny, that his the moment that he was going to just roll on the floor laughing, that his eyes would light up, was the moment when he saw this. Am I like, am I getting warm? Let me know if I'm close because I haven't stopped thinking about it since you guys left. You know, like there's so many creative ways that you can actually start those conversations that are not the the, the kind of boring, like old school ways that you mentioned. You just got to get creative.
0: I love that. I love that. Okay, to wrap this up, we've we've discussed so many things and my brain is honestly swimming with ideas. I need to like take a pause after a conversation and go scribble down all of my notes um, and all of my ideas that I've come up with just in, in talking with you about this today. So I want to... of bring my own brain out of the clouds back down to earth. If you were to give one piece of advice to travel advisors who are ready to dive into the experience that they create for their clients and to advisors who are ready to begin looking for improvements that they can implement in the experience that they provide, where do you suggest we begin?
1: it's the customer journey for sure and when I say customer journey I mean let's say client journey let's rephrase it like that the client journey you know we all talk about that elevator speech you know when you're promoting yourself as a as a a business in an elevator speech let's say of one minute max are you able to go through and actually map out verbally out loud the journey that your clients that go on when they interact with you when they maybe not even when you are working one-on-one with them maybe this is even beforehand you know so so how what is that what is, what does that look like? And we touched on it before in, in the sense that it will be different most likely for everyone because everyone has unique brands, everyone has unique value that they bring as a travel advisor. So what what does that journey look like? It is so important that you deeply understand that because if you don't understand that, how on earth are you going to execute? And then once you start executing, it's going to be a hot mess and there's going to be no intentionality. You're just going to kind of, you know, we, we have that expression word vomit when you're talking too much, but this could be the same. Maybe you're doing too many things at the wrong moments. So the impact is actually lost or the impact is not actually as strong as it could be if you really execute in the good moment. The client journey is very, very key. And again, we're not talking about the trip. We're talking about everything before and then everything after. And then the second stage that I would just add to that because I think it's equally important is how do you want your clients to feel in their interaction with you and actually write down those words and stick them somewhere that you can see every day. Because both of those things, if you can have a very deep understanding of both elements you I think that you will automatically naturally improve on the service that you are going to provide because there's a lot more intentionality and and I think in 2021 this is what we need so badly now is everyone's come out of this kind of you know negativity polarity isolation and now they want to feel connected again you know they want to feel that you care about them they want to feel that there's common ground between you and that you guys can bond and that you can form some kind of a relationship and you're not going to be able to to get that if you don't understand how you want them to feel. So th- those are the two huge elements that seamlessly kind of need to combine for you to actually start executing, start making some small impact.
0: I'm going to add in one more thing. So this is not as simple as I thought it was going to be. I think <laughs> understanding the client journey, understanding how we want clients to feel when they work with us and understanding mm-hmm. their intentions In planning this trip. I think when we like bring those three things together, and this is what you mentioned before, that if we don't understand what even inspired this trip, is this an epic lifelong dream to plan this trip? Or is it we go on vacation every year and this just happens to be our next one? Yeah, and here's
1: here's a bunch of money and go plan something, you know? The way
0: that and that's not bad. There's a lot of travel uh they really approach travel as a lifestyle, and so this is just their next trip, and that's amazing. Mm -hmm. But if we don't understand their intentions and their inspiration behind coming to us for each individual trip, just like you said... We can understand their journey. We can understand how we want to make them feel and we can sprinkle in all of these little things along the way. But if it doesn't match with their inspiration and their intention, it's going to go kind of unnoticed or it's not going to create the impact that we want it to. So I almost think that like those are the three magical elements that need to come together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think, I mean, yes, exactly. You adding that point is just kind of the icing on the cake. And But I think it's also very important to realize... like to not get overwhelmed with, (laughs) with all of these points, because maybe if you've never thought about either three things, you're going to feel incredibly Mm -hmm. overwhelmed right now. And like, let's be honest, so you should, because you should have been doing some of those elements already as an advisor. But at the same time, you need to look at this as an opportunity for incredible growth. And the idea is not to implement everything in the one shot with that one client. It's, it's a trial, it's a playground, you know, test a couple things, you know, test one thing, with the clients, see what the see what the response is you know if there was no response at all and it kind of went a bit unnoticed maybe that maybe that didn't have the impact that you wanted so you're going to tweak it a little bit and try something try the same but something a little bit different with your next client mm-hmm. so The deep understanding is the most important part. And then the key is really just don't get, not getting too overwhelmed with actually executing on that and just taking it baby steps. Just try try one thing with each new client. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, take these, because I think each of the three things we just mentioned, each of the three major puzzle pieces, each of them require and deserve a moment to just sit back and just mm-hmm. think about it, ruminate on it. And this isn't going to be something that anyone just thinks about, knows the answer, implements tomorrow in our business, and we carry on. This is probably something that's going to be in the back of my mind over the next one or two years of yeah. how can I better understand my clients? How do I want to make them feel? I tried to execute it with this client on this trip. Did I get the result or the response that I was expecting? How can I try it again in a little bit of a different way? It's really like mm-hmm. to to avoid that overwhelm, I think, is is a really good
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I think you also, it's important to track it. So just like literally an Excel spreadsheet or something like that, nothing crazy, but just tracking all the things that you're trying so that you can actually go back. But I'm sure that as a travel advisor, you have a lot of people around you that travel naturally. That's the kind of community and 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 friends and and family that you attract. Have these conversations with them. So, you know, Whitney, maybe you uh, jump on a call with me and say, okay, Caroline, I want to talk about the last trip that you went on. Like, what what impact were you hoping to have once you finish? What was the defining moment? You know, did you work with an advisor? Did you this? And doing that with people you already know, there's kind of that that pressure's gone. It's not it's not like a consultation or anything like that. It's like a quick chat. But you have, you probably have a lot of, a lot more resources around you to actually get this data to start you off than than you think. So just have a think about those people around you, especially the ones that, you know, are well-traveled or ones that you could see your client in your clients, you know, maybe you're a family member of yours have just gone on some trip that it's their once in a lifetime trip, go get them, you know, they're the perfect person to have a conversation with. So there's so many ways that you can grab that info without actually going to your clients, I think, and not overwhelming them and, you know, kind of messing around with them and the motivation that you have with them. So that would be a great place to start.
0: Caroline, I am so excited to shift the perspective a bit with our travel advisors. Thank you so much for sharing your passion as an experienced specialist with us. And thank you for really diving into our world as travel advisors to guide us a bit and seeing how we can continue to enhance the experience that we provide. And also just to stretch ourselves a little bit to go above and beyond for our clients in ways that many of us have probably never considered before. You can find out more about Caroline on her website at carolinemaylee.com. And you can also find her on Instagram. Her handle is at carolinemaylee. What you really need to do is go find her on YouTube. She has recently launched a channel that conducts some fantastic interviews with experienced creators in all industries around the world. These interviews are packed with ideas and insights that you can implement to transform the experience that you're currently offering in your business. I've watched a couple recently and just listening to other people's ideas, what they're doing in their industries, how they're approaching the experience that they create for their guests, for their clients, for their employees. It's inspiring in a whole different way. I'm just coming up with ideas in every conversation that I listen to. So All of this is linked in the show notes for you so you can find uh, everything I just mentioned. Caroline, thank you again for your willingness and for your enthusiasm to be a part of the conversation.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Whitney. This has just been so great. And now I want to travel. (laughs) It's all your fault. Now I want to travel again. (laughs)
0: Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to another
0: episode of Masters in Travel. If you want more, head over to mastersintravelpod.com for show notes and links to the resources we discussed in today's episode. If you loved today's interview as much as I did, please take a moment to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and be sure to share this podcast with an advisor who is ready to level up their travel business. To continue the conversation, find us on Instagram at Masters in Travel, where we preview upcoming episodes and engage with our listeners to decide what topics to cover next. We'll see you next time.